It is such a privilege to be with you today. Thank you for coming into this space. Will you just begin by finding a restful position where you can begin to focus on the Lord and let the cares of the day fade away and come into a space where you can seek Him, where you can hear Him, where you can receive from Him. So in this space, as you settle in, will you begin to focus upon your breath and just be aware. Make yourself aware of the breath that is moving in and out of your body. And at the same time, make yourself aware of the Spirit of God who dwells in you right now. I'm going to open in prayer. God, thank you. Thank you for the privilege that is today, for the gift that you give us every day, your presence, the things that we have around us that bless us, those things that delight our hearts. Thank you. And Lord, we give you this space today. We welcome you in it a greater measure. We know you're already here. You, you dwell and reside within us. But God, will you help us to focus upon you and what it is that you want to do in this space with us? We ask that you would expand our understanding, that you would strengthen our connection, that you would teach us your ways today, that we would encounter you, that we would learn more about who you are, your ways, so that we could know you, the author, the perfecter of our faith. I bless your spirits right now to rise up, to be prominent, and to lead your soul and your body. I bless your mind to be transformed as it is renewed today as we read the word. bless you to receive the fullness of all that God has for you this week. In Jesus' name. So in this space, will you just begin now to consciously lengthen out your breath? Feel the lower part of the belly beginning to fill. Feel the chest expanding. Feel the shoulders opening up as you make room, as you make space in your day, in your life, and in your body for expansion. Expansion into new things, expansion into fuller places in Him. He is the peace that surpasses all understanding. He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So I bless you in this space to diligently seek, to hear and to see what He has for you. I 
continuing to focus on the breath. Finding rest, finding peace. In Hebrews, it talks about that without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who seek him. We come today to seek. We come today to believe in who he is. To receive an eye-opening into his nature, his character. That he is who he says he is. I bless you to see today who he is, who he says he is, and to receive that into your being. Who is God telling you he is today? What does he want to be for you in this space right now? We have a multifaceted God. you ask Holy Spirit in this place, Holy Spirit, how do you want to reveal God to me today? And will you give me the faith to believe that he is? God is What is it that Holy Spirit wants to put in that blank for you today? I mean, God is, is enough. But is there an aspect of him that he wants to reveal? God is. He's love. He's light. He's truth. He's peace. He's justice. He's righteousness. He's purity. He's strength. He's power. He's might. He's glory. If we were to take time to describe who God is, we could continue into all eternity because he is endless. What side of his character and nature does he want to not only tell you about, but impart into your being today? Where you will become like him and if he's revealed an attribute to me right now of who he is will you just begin to breathe that in see it expanding on the inside of you see it beginning to take over your whole body take over your mind and your thoughts if it's peace would you see it captivating every cell in your body Breathe it in and see it expanding within you. Breathe it in and see it expanding through you. Because whatever he wants to be for you today, he wants you to become that so you can release that to those around you. We find connection with him so we can become like him and so that we can represent him here on earth. 
not through our works or efforts or striving, but by becoming who he's created us to be. Little by little, bit by bit, we're transformed into who he's created us to be. And if you're wrestling with that in your thoughts right now, come back to remember that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And he's the rewarder of those who seek him. So if God is showing you who he is and who he wants you to become, Just surrender into that. Take any unbelief, any negative thoughts that are trying to fight that, and just surrender them. Be real about it. God, I see that you're saying you want to be this for me and you want me to become this, but I don't see that in myself. Could you remove the blinders? Could you give me the faith to see what it is that you see? Because faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It's the conviction of things not yet seen. Faith is to what is to come. God sees you right now as he has created you in the fullness of your glory, in the fullness of his glory. He wants you to see that too, so that you can become what you see. Give us the faith, God, to see what you see and to become what we see from your perspective. So today, I'm going to be reading from John 5, the story of Jesus. When he comes to the pool of Bethesda, I just bless your spirit right now to receive the power through the word to hear and receive what God has for you through not just, this isn't just a story, this is a historical account, this is a testimony. And we know that in the testimony, power is released. If God has done it for someone else, he'll do it for you. He's no respecter of persons. So receive today the power in the testimony that this actually happened. Then Jesus returned to Jerusalem to observe one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate, there is a pool called in Aramaic, the House of Loving Kindness. And this pool is surrounded by five covered porches. Hundreds of sick people were lying there on the porches, the paralyzed, the blind, the crippled, all of them waiting for their healing. For an angel of God would periodically descend into the pool to stir the waters. 
and the first one who stepped into the pool after the water swirled would instantly be healed. Now there was a man who had been disabled for 38 years, lying among the multitude of the sick. When Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that the man had been crippled for a long time. So Jesus said to him, Do you truly long to be healed? The sick man answered him, Sir, there is no way I can get healed, for I have no one who will lower me into the water when the angel comes. As soon as I try to crawl to the edge of the pool, someone else jumps in ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Stand up, pick up your sleeping mat, and you will walk. Immediately he stood up and he was healed. He rolled up his mat and walked again. Now this miracle took place on the Jewish Sabbath. We receive the kindness of God for the healing that Jesus brought to this man Disabled for 38 years, what was it like? Just lying there among the multitude of sick. I can't imagine that there was a lot of hope around the pool of Bethesda. Hundreds of sick, blind, crippled, just all waiting to be healed. And Jesus asked this man, and his response was not one full of hope. It was, there's really no hope for me because I cannot get to the water fast enough. I'm too broken. I'm too crippled. I'll never be healed. But Jesus stepped in. And it didn't matter that the man couldn't make it on his own. When Jesus shows up, everything changes. Where is it that Jesus wants to show up for you today? Is there an area in your life where you have lost hope? Where you feel like you're just lying around with other sick and hopeless people, looking around going, it looks pretty bleak around here. And what's the point anyway? Because I, I can't get into the pool. Someone else will always, they'll get healed, but not me. Someone else will find their breakthrough, their freedom. But all I can do is lie around. No hope, no life worth living. We ask the Holy Spirit, is there an area in my life where I'm lying on the side of the pool, just waiting to get healed, but not actually believing it will happen. Or waiting for freedom, or waiting for breakthrough, whatever it is you've been waiting for. Will you bring that area before the Lord today? Will you invite him in? Will you journey past disappointment, hopelessness, and allow your faith 
to begin to activate. This man probably woke up in the morning. It was probably a day like every other day. Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing different. Just gonna lie by the pool and wait. And when Jesus asks him, do you wanna be healed? You know that his, his level of hope is quite low because he doesn't say, yes, yes, Lord, this is what I desire more than anything to be healed. He just tells Jesus all the reasons why he can't be healed not understanding that the healer is standing before him. Do you have excuses in the way? Are you focusing on what you don't have instead of focusing on what Jesus can bring? Are you burying your faith under disappointment, under reasons why things could never happen for you. And if so, will you have the courage to begin to sweep away any any despair that you've been burying your faith under? Just invite Jesus into that space. Just be real, be authentic. God, this area right here I didn't know it, but I don't believe that you're powerful enough for this. I don't believe you are who you say you are. Will you help me? Will you change my thinking? Will you put me on a right path as I seek you, God? Will you remove those thoughts that don't line up with who you are and what you say about me? And will you replace them with the truth? Under the shelter of a religion, There are many that are sick and lame and blind. They can't be healed unless they do the work themselves, unless they can dip themselves into the pool. They're helpless and they're hopeless. It's like they're so near, but so far. But Jesus, he does not put those requirements of the law on us in our healing. We only have to believe in the one who is greater than the angels. Greater than the angels. What is it that you're trying to work for that Jesus wants to give you because you belong to him? Is there an area you're trying to strive to make happen for yourself? 
when it's only really going to come through the power, the healing, the grace of Jesus. Let him fill you with hope in this space. Because the hope can rise up in a place where you understand that in this area of your life, you've been trying on your own strength and it hasn't worked. But hope can come in now because you can, you can surrender that and say, God, I need, I need you. I need your power. I need your strength. 38 years that man tried on his own. Jesus showed up and immediately he was healed. Oh, to trust in the one who loves us, who has power and strength. What is it today that Jesus wants you to have faith for? Jesus is moved by faith. As you read through the scripture so often, he talks about the woman who had great faith, the different ones, he was moved by their faith. Where is it that God wants to grow faith in you? And you could say, well, I have no faith, but it's not true because the Bible says God gave to each of us a measure of faith. So you have some, there is a measure there. Will you allow him to expand it and grow it today? Will you cultivate that faith? All you need is a mustard seed. All you need is a measure. What is it that he wants to give you hope for today? Because now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The first word of Hebrews 11, 1, is now. Now faith. Faith is now. Faith is present. Just like your breath, you have access. It's present. It's now. Faith is not far away. It's in you right now. Now faith. What do you need faith for right now? Because praise the Lord, you have access to it. Faith is now. Faith is present. Faith is real. And it is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. I believe right now God is coming into each one of your heads, your hearts, your spirit, your body, every part of you. And he's bringing about a change in thinking, a paradigm shift. There are areas right now where you're not thinking as heaven thinks. And God, in his grace and power, wants to begin to shift those things. I believe there is a grace right now to begin to step into faith and hope. 
for the for things not seen where you have been mulling over in disappointment and looking at the things you don't have and continuing to say out loud and meditate on, well, God hasn't done this and God hasn't done that and God hasn't done this and why hasn't God done this yet? And da-da-da-da-da. That's going to end today because now you can look back at all of those things that you've been saying and understand that faith, come from the conviction of things not seen. You can't have faith if you already have what what you want to come to pass. So if you're saying in your heart, well, God hasn't done this yet, take that thing in your hand and instead of complaining about it and accusing God, take that thing and look at it and go, this is an amazing opportunity for faith to activate. This is amazing time for hope to rise up because this thing in my hand right now that I haven't seen come to pass is an opportunity to switch on faith. It's the conviction of things not seen. rather than falling into disappointment because you're not seeing, I believe God is going to reverse it today and the Spirit is going to give you this triumphant rising up in your being. And instead of complaining about what you don't have, you're going to take what you don't have and say, I'm a child of God. My Father looks after me. And this is an amazing opportunity for me to step out in faith, to believe who God is, and he will do what he said he will do. Can you rejoice today in the things not seen? Because I believe as you do, it's going to open up a door to begin to see breakthrough in areas of your life. Areas like this man where you've been longing for something for a very long time. God is giving you a key today to be able to rejoice, to receive faith, to rise up in hope and watch him move. Such a brilliant opportunity. God, I thank you. I thank you that today everything that has been a disappointment to us, everything that we've seen as an unanswered prayer, everything where we have felt like you've let us down is a massive opportunity for us to step in today. And I see the Spirit of God shifting it around. And as you begin to rise in faith and hope and begin to focus on what God says and who he says you are and what he'll say and who he is and what he said he will do, It's just going to begin to open up over and over and over again. I just hear this popping, popping, popping. Doors are unlocking, 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 and they're opening. Doors that have been locked to you for certain, for whatever reason, they're going to begin to open as the paradigm shifts, as you meditate on truth, as you connect with him, as you speak out of your mouth what is true. I bless you this week to receive an anointing to know that faith is now. Now faith. 
now faith. It is the assurance of things hoped for. I bless your spirit to rise up in hope once again for those things where you've stopped hoping. I bless your spirit to rise up and hope again that you would receive the conviction and the excitement to know that it's all about the things that you have not seen yet. But the story is not over. I bless your spirit right now to know the story is not over. God's not done working on your behalf. I bless you to align yourself with him, with who he is and what who he's created you to be and what he said he will do. God's word is more true than your experience in your life. So as you read the word this week, I bless that, bless you to receive the transforming in your spirit, in your soul, in your body of the word, changing the way you think, changing the way you do life. I'm so excited for you this week. I just feel like there's going to be massive shifts in your thinking and in your life. And I see breakthrough coming forth in many areas. So I bless you in that in Jesus' name. Amen.